Today, I welcome Jonas Mees, one of the strongest Belgium streetlifting athletes and the head organizer of this year's Final Rep Benelux event together with his team. I know Jonas because we have the same coach from King of Weighted Lois. And yeah, that's also why I asked him, hey, why don't you want to tell us a bit more insights about the final rep event in Benelux countries this year? And I'm really happy that Jonas took time. He will tell us about every important details and also answered a few of your questions. Two questions came up after I started the recording, so I didn't see them anymore. But I asked Jonas to answer them still and added those questions afterwards to the recording. So don't worry, they will get answered. You just need to listen until the end. And yeah, other than that, it would be great if you could leave me a rating uh, for the podcast here on Spotify, but also on Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the Muzzle Up Podcast. The first international streetlifting podcast, which will be all about lifting heavy weights, doing fancy skills, and listening to interesting stories from the best athletes across the world. I'm your host Nadine, and now let's get started. Hello Jonas, it's great that you took the time today. And first of all, before we start, I gotta ask you one question from Instagram. The question was, why are you such a cutie? Can you answer <laughs> that question? <laughs> can you maybe think about who asked that one? Uh, I can call some names, but <laughs> yeah. Oh, thanks for uh, thanks for the compliments. Uh, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you just say you are a cutie. You would uh, confirm that? Um, no, maybe for the bros, but. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well then, greetings go out to Christoph, who asked the question. I don't know if you know uh, uh, yes, yes, Christoph. Yes. <laughs> I will tell you something about him. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Okay, great. So this question is already <laughs> answered then. Uh, so yeah, Jonas is a Belgian streetlifting athlete. I need to correct myself here because on Instagram I posted he's from the Netherlands, which is not true. <laughs> So he's a Belgian streetlifting athlete and one of the organizers of this year's Final Rep Benelux event. And this is also the two reasons why I invited him today. But before I tell too much about yourself, uh, I would say I hand over to you and let you introduce yourself. Yes. All right. Thanks for having me. Um, I am 27 years old. Um, I'm living in Belgium at the moment. I am an occupational scientist, but actually I'm more working in project management. Um, I'm really focusing on streetlifting for like four years now. Um, I already organized two competitions, uh, which one of them was the Belgium Nationals. And now uh, me and the team will uh, make the next step in professionalizing the sports in collaboration with Final Rep. Okay, nice. So uh, you already said you already organized two streetlifting events. What was your motivation behind that? That you said, okay, I'm the one taking all the effort uh, on my side to organize those events? Yeah, first of all, because yeah, I really like streetlifting and sports and it needs to grow. And when something needs to grow, you need to bring people together. Um, that was the 
one of the main reasons to do it. Um, and yeah, because I also like a bit of, of event management uh, myself, like uh, I'm uh, in project management. So it felt like the right time to do something like that. And yeah, I'm, I'm liking, um, liking people, uh, liking bringing people together and yeah, growing the sport. Okay, well, nice that you <laughs> took all the effort there. I think it's uh, important in every country to have someone like you, basically, who takes the, the all the work on himself and uh, yeah, tries to organize such events. Uh, without events, it wouldn't be possible to grow. So when did you start yourself then streetlifting? Or also, how did you discover streetlifting in general, first of all? Um, like streetlifting... Maybe first calisthenics. So I, I was really a gym bro. Um, when I started, I never trained legs. Uh, I, I was playing football at the time. Um, so yeah, really a gym bro. Um, I was going to the gym, doing some workouts. But then I discovered that I don't like to... I, I, find, I found it boring to just yeah lift a dumbbell and do it for several times. So then I came into... Uh, connection with uh, calisthenics started doing that uh, started with doing skills a bit um, but then i discovered street lifting after that um, and then yeah i i really found it impressive impressive to yeah add weight to your body and do different kind of movements and then from all of a sudden i started liking squats and i started training legs so that's a bit the story uh, behind it The legs came as the last part of all. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so when did you start training legs then? Uh, How long ago? So I had um, my ligaments torn of my uh, knee mm -hmm. uh, with playing football. And then, yeah, it was like the right choice. Then I, I met uh, Micha from King of Weighted. And then we started uh, to do leg training to make the knee uh, a bit better um, but then i started liking it liking it more and then yeah i'm now squatting some weights so <laughs> well i think squats became one of your strongest lifts from what i can see right yes yes probably it's uh, my strongest lift so even though you started at the last <laughs> last part maybe your genetics are good for <laughs> the squat then Yeah, I think uh, I have some carryover from uh, playing football. Maybe, maybe that still yes. has some impact on on your squad then. And when was your first competition then? When did you first time compete in streetlifting? Um, I think it was in 2021 or two. I really don't remember it. Um, but it was like in a restaurant. So they placed the squat stands in a restaurant and um, the, the pull-ups and the dips were outside on, on, on the terrace. Nice. <laughs> It was the first time uh, a national competition was held. Um, so it was, yeah, really small community just doing, doing the lifts and, and, yeah, enjoying ourselves. Um, that was really the first time I really thought, well, I want to do this, but I want to... Uh, make it also grow more professional um, yeah that was the first time my first competition okay, so it was also then the first time uh, national championship has happened in uh, Belgium 
Yes, yes. Um, at the time, it was the Beers Cave, uh, like Wendell. Um, really good athlete also, uh, one of the best in Belgium. Um, he was organizing it at that time. Okay, I see. Was it already like similar rules as, for example, at Final Rep or a bit different? Um, yeah, I think the rules were were the same. Okay. I there I I don't know how detailed there were they were uh, at that time. Um, I never saw a, a rule instruction or something. Um, so. Yeah, I guess it was something like the same rules. <laughs> okay, okay. So maybe a little bit more rough organized, but yes, at yes. least you had all the four lifts and uh, three tries and so on. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, cool. So maybe let's not talk about too much about the the past. Let's focus for on the future. So what are your plans for yourself in 2024? Will you compete yourself at Final Rep, for example, or... Will you just be the, on the organizing part this year? Um, no, I will definitely um, compete at Benelux. Um, this time I'm a bit smarter because previous time I um, organized as well and I did the, the second day. Uh, I competed the second day, but now I will do it the first day because I was really dead after uh, organizing and then competing. So now I will firstly compete and then will be doing stuff on the competition. Um, Makes sense. So your weight class will be then maybe the first one directly starting in the morning? Probably. <laughs> so in which weight class will you compete? <laughs> so everyone in your weight class will already know <laughs> when you will compete. I will keep that a secret for now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yes. But this was also one of the questions. Someone wanted to know if you will ever cut down back to minus 87 kg class. <laughs> maybe. We will see. <laughs> Okay, what is your current weight then? Uh, my current weight is something around 90-ish, around 90. Okay, so either the 94 class or the 87 class will be then the first one in the morning competing on Saturday. Or plus 94, you never know. Ah, I don't think so. You won't <laughs> be able to do the muzzle up then, probably. <laughs> You roll up like a mops, or you, will you follow our coach, Lois? <laughs> uh, we actually discussed it for a long time, and we are for 90% sure, I think, <laughs> but it's not 100%. Really? Did you go up or what? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Why not? Okay. Well, we'll I, I'm curious to see that. How tall are you? Uh, 1 meter 81, something okay. like that. Then you look like Tonio soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he's similar size. Maybe. The, the Belgium Tonio then. <laughs> uh. Cool. Okay, so you will uh, you plan to compete yourself then on the Benelux final rep. Um, what's your plan roughly? I mean, you don't need to tell us exact numbers, but can you tell us maybe roughly in which direction of a total you want to head for, or what what are your goals in the? The goal in is to reach 500, um, like the milestone that everyone's to reach. So the goal is 500 to reach it uh, at Benelux. So you think it's already possible this year? It's uh, this year in 2024 for sure, yes. Okay. So and what will be your squat? That's just from my interest. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really don't know, actually, because it's going so well and I'm hoping to do more than 270. Uh, we'll, wow. we will see. 
So heading already into direction of 300 kg then? Yes, that's the ultimate goal. Nice. Like three years ago, 200 was the ultimate goal. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, time changes, right? <laughs> okay, nice. So um, will you also plan to compete at the Europeans? If, Of course, if you qualify, but is that your goal? Um, if I qualify, for sure, I will. I will be there. Um, if I don't qualify, it will be a long off season, I think, um, and maybe join a powerlifting event or something like that. Uh, but we need to discuss it uh, with okay. the coach. Did you already compete once in powerlifting, or would that? Be no, no, time? never, never. I actually wanted to do it in uh, February now, uh, like in one week, but I got sick for two, three weeks, and then uh, the prep was gone. Doesn't so. make sense then just yeah. to risk any injuries or something or yes. just to have a bad performance there. Makes sense. Okay, cool. Um, anything else, any secrets you, you can tell potential <laughs> conquerance <laughs> about your goals? Um, so my goal is to grow street lifting in Flanders uh, for sure because it's very little. Uh, in our side of, of Belgium, um, in, it's really popular in, on the French side uh, because probably from uh, France, um, the carryover was a lot. Um, but I will try to do that um, by my coaching. And also we are busy with building up uh, a new gym. So um, we will open a gym like this year in 2024 if everything goes like planned. Um, and yeah, that's that's something I want to, to really do and to grow uh, the community. Where will this gym we be located? In which area of Belgium? Um, it's uh, just below uh, Antwerp in Belgium. Oh, okay, yeah, it's... cool. Also streetlifting focus then or like a normal gym? It will be powerlifting, streetlifting, and even CrossFit. Ooh, okay. You yes. you get along with those people. <laughs> yes, I uh, <laughs> I train a really long time uh, with CrossFit guys. There are many bad coaches and bad. At, I, I don't want to call someone bad, but we know what CrossFit is, but actually I tried, uh, I, I am appreciating it more because there are people who really know what they do. And then the sports really makes sense to me because it's really, it, it's really hard. I coach some CrossFit athletes also. It's really hard to manage all the variables like cardio, strength and stuff. And there are people who manage to do it. And I have a lot of respect for that. So True. Uh, yeah, of course. If you really do CrossFit on a professional level or at least on a more higher level, then it's definitely yes. a lot of work. Yes. Things you have to train for. That's true. Okay, so nice. A um, bit jealous on this kind of gym. <laughs> I definitely need something like this here in Munich, but nobody <laughs> wants to do it and I don't have the time myself. <laughs> but maybe you can give me some tips for in the next couple of months. <laughs> yeah. Okay, nice. So you're working as a project manager, you are a coach, and you try to open a gym. Like, one, when are you living? Like, when do you have some free time? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's a lot of work. Yeah, I know. Because, yeah. But um, the good thing is my girlfriend also does street lifting. So 
we train together so we can spend a lot of time in the gym um, together but also besides that she's organizing Benelux uh, with me um, so we're also doing that together okay. um, so yeah it's with a lot of support and automatizations and stuff to really manage it on a, in a good way yeah okay so the secret is find yourself a girlfriend that is in the same sport and as much dedicated <laughs> okay greetings go out to your girlfriend <laughs> she seems to be a good girl <laughs> <laughs> nice okay so um you, you also said you were a coach uh are you only coaching belgian people or um do you coach also people from other areas um just people who speak uh dutch so okay. no uh, english or french speaking uh people everything in dutch and yeah i want to really coach people from uh, the dutch region of belgium so that uh, yeah more people see see people doing street lifting so this community can grow the sport can grow and yeah Do you still have free spots in case anyone from the Dutch side in Belgium listens now and says like, okay, Jonas might be, might be my coach? <laughs> of course, I am always open uh, for propositions, but uh, it's I, I'm now having 10 clients and I can manage it. But with the opening of the gym and stuff, spots are limited to... Um, I won't accept many athletes uh, or, or people who want to start street lifting for this time. Yeah, okay. You know so, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> yeah. if you want to get coached uh, by Jonas, then better be quick <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> to get to save your spot. How can they reach out to you? Do you have like a website or just via Instagram or what is the smartest way? Um, so maybe Instagram is the smartest, smartest way. Um, so Jonas may Point, uh, point SL. But I also have a website. Um, it's kellyancoaching.be. Uh, so you can find me also there. Okay. We'll post both of them in the show notes. Then if someone is interested, they can just check out the links and don't right. need to, Thanks. Uh, to type it from your word. <laughs> okay. Any, any else, anything else you wanted to add? Or... no no okay okay perfect cool okay so um yeah then maybe let's head over to a little bit more to the topic on street lifting in the benelux countries and also final rep benelux this year um specifically but first of all what i would be interested in like what kind of community is currently existing in the benelux countries like do you know any insights on that like how many athletes not of course specific numbers but is there already community existing with many people like in french uh, france for example or also here in germany um yeah it's it's already pretty big like i said in the french side of belgium um probably with their connection to france But it's also pretty big in uh, the Netherlands. Uh, there are like organizations like uh, Your Sports and More and NCA. Um, they are doing a really good job there, uh, growing the sport. Um, and it of course help if it helps if uh, your country has influencers like uh, Nadine Hettinga uh, that are promoting sports um, in Flanders and Luxembourg. There's some work to do. 
Um, I really don't know many athletes from Luxembourg, to be honest. Uh, we will Small see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We will see at the registration if someone pops up. Um, but I really have high hopes uh, for the sport in the future, future uh, because yeah, if you do lifts in like the regular gyms here in in Belgium and. Uh, you dip light with 80 kg people are really amazed to see that so i think uh, the more people it will do in the regular gyms um, the more yeah popular it will be and it will grow for sure makes sense for sure yeah so what do you expect like how many athletes will registrate this year for the final rep event so I really have no idea. Um, when we organize the Belgium Nationals, we always have around 80 athletes, okay. uh, 80 athletes, something around that. Um, but when we see, yes, yes. And when we, we look back at um, the previous year and this year, you see a lot of new names popping up. Uh, you see the bigger athletes that uh, are taking a break from nationals and going for Benelux probably and then you see new younger names popping up so it's in Belgium alone um, you can expect really at least it will be ready for competition it's above 100 people already wow. um, so from the Dutch side I have no clue but I'm expecting a lot okay nice so are there also still like uh, Belgian nationals or are there only final rep Benelux? Is there only final rep Benelux this year? Um, the Belgian nationals is actually in two weeks. Oh. Um, okay. So but this year I am I'm not organizing it. Uh, it's uh, Gwendal. He is doing it alone uh, because I'm really focusing on uh, final rep Benelux. Uh, otherwise, it uh, would be too, too much. much. Too much effort, definitely. Yes. You have to focus on one thing for sure. Okay, so but then you can maybe share a few insights already on the Belgium side at least. Like who are maybe the the two three uh, strongest athletes that might compete at this event um, that could also be relevant, for example, for final rep Benelux if they compete at both events. Um. So I actually went. When firstly, I want to look at the Netherlands because I went to a meet in uh, the Netherlands uh, organized by NCA, and I actually expect a lot from the girls uh, of the Netherlands because it appears that there there are really many athletes in streetlifting that are girls in uh, in the Netherlands um, because you have uh, Nadine, of course, but no, um, yeah, there will be probably some new names uh, that will pop up like uh, Lynn Narings. Uh, I think she is also really strong, really strong, strong squat. Okay. Do you um, know which weight class she will be? I think that's interesting for me. Of course, best. I have to hear about the concurrence. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. It was mean 70 or plus 70. I, I think she was doubting. Um, she, she, she didn't know it at the time when, uh, when we spoke about it. Okay. Okay, then I, I might need to be afraid of her. <laughs> I know her from Instagram, but I didn't know which weight class she is. So. Yeah, also has a really strong dip. Yeah, that's what I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, any further names from the girls' side? Um, of course, I'm rooting for my, my girlfriend um, because uh, she's really working hard. 
Um, she's from Belgium, of course. Um, she has a lot of problems with nagging injuries for the past two years, but everything seems to be under control. So, yeah, I'm excited to see her competing again. Which weight class will she compete in? Uh, minus 63. Okay, so we have Nadine Hettinger probably from for the minus 57 category as a favorite. Then your girlfriend maybe as the one for minus 63 and <laughs> for the minus 70 kg class. <laughs> yes. Okay. Nice. But there are also some strong girls in at the French side. Um, from from uh, Wallonie and French side of Belgium. Um, okay. There you have um, like Manon. Uh, she's also strong. Um, she will be at the category of Nadine, I think. Uh, so yeah, there there will be some strong girls at the competition for sure. Okay, I'm excited to see that. And for the male side? Um, for the guys, it will be really interesting to see because there will be a lot of battles, I think, really battling for the first place. Um, there will be some tight calls, I think, um, because I really don't know at the moment if, the, if there will be people changing weight classes or not. Uh, we will need to see at the, the registration. But you have like... Um, Jan Knust, uh, he, he also competed at Worlds. Um, he seems to be really progressing a lot. Uh, you have Paul Emil, who will probably pull 100 kg or more. Wow. Um, then you have like the battle of uh, Bader and uh, Wendell, the two heavyweights in the minus 94. That's also a really big battle I want to see. Um, in the lower categories, um, La Lurima will probably battle uh, Abo. They also competed at Worlds. Um, Lurima will be going up a weight class, so it's uh, yeah, it's it's okay. Interesting to see what what will happen. And okay. I also yeah. I also heard that um, by example, Micha from uh, King of Weighted will probably join the Benelux because he can't compete at. Uh, the German uh, side, he will definitely, yes. yeah, it will definitely be nice to see him uh, perform again uh, on a competition. Yeah, I think like at least from what I heard too, that is actually the case. He will be competing there in the minus 80 kg class. So do you think he has the, the ch chance to win this class or is there anyone that will battle him for the, the first place? I really have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, no worries. <laughs> I really have no idea. Because the minus 80 class, there are some people who will leave the 80 class. There are people joining the 80 class. It's really a class that I'm not really aware of at the, at the moment. Okay, I see. Okay. Yes. So, but like in general for like non-Benelux people, it's still possible to compete within the concurrence. So you're not like out of concurrence then, right? Uh, yeah, so we have... Um, Eight athletes per, per category, and six will be from the Benelux, mm -hmm. um, and two will be for uh, open athletes from uh, international. Okay, but they will be the same same um, rankings and uh, same spots. Like they can. We we still need to discuss that. That's something we we need to discuss. Um, okay. if we will have a placement for. Uh, Benelux people and one for the open athletes. It's something we need to look at. Okay, I see. So it might be the case that Micha cannot 
come first place <laughs> from all the yes. other yes. things, at least. Okay. So then, yeah, let's see. But uh, if we're already talking about final rep, um, looks a little bit, can you share maybe a bit more insights in general? Like, first of all, maybe the date <laughs> and when and when and where it will happen, basically, but also a few more questions I'll have. Yes, um, it's the first and second of June. Um, so it's more than three months from now. Um, it will be in Ghent uh, at Atlas Gym. Um, they just opened a larger location. It's a powerlifting gym. Uh, but it's really important for athletes that they look at the, the media we post because the, the address, if they put Atlas Gym on, on Google, they will go to the old address. So they really need to uh, look at our media um, to be at the right place when they need to compete or want to watch uh, the competition. <laughs> Is it far away from each other? Uh, I actually don't know. <laughs> okay. okay, so better better be safe than sorry yes. in the end. <laughs> Otherwise, maybe your weight class will compete without you. Yes, yes. If you're in the wrong place. <laughs> okay. Cool. And um, how many spots do you have? Or like uh, in general for all the athletes, you said like eight per category, but how many categories do you have? Um, 11. 11. I think, yeah, 11. So 88 spots in, in total then? Yes. In case some weight class, for example, for the ladies won't fill up completely, will you fill up the other weight class? Yes, probably. We will, uh, we will adjust accordingly. Okay, cool. So um, when does the registration then starts? Do you, uh, do you already have a date? Or is it already open? I don't know. No, it's in, in 10 days. We communicated yesterday. Uh, it will be the, the 26th of February. People can uh, registrate and uh, yeah, be part of uh, the process. Okay, so it can also be done probably via the Final Rep app, right? Or Yes, yes. It's all via Final Rep. Okay. So if you want to be part of Final Rep Benelux, just download the Final Rep app. And then I think then it's pretty easy. Just sign up for an account and then just click on, I want to compete. Yes. But it's not so difficult. <laughs> okay. So um, for uh, Final Rep Benelux, anything else that is might be interesting for the athletes that they might need to be aware of? Or for me, also interesting, in which language will you help the event in english or in french or dutch it will be in english yes okay so because also international athletes will be there. yeah so everyone can follow everything so there are no issues uh, with language okay and the, the, the rubric is it available also, also in other languages for example in dutch or only um for the belgium opens we translated it um but there will be probably a new version version coming up. Um, so we need to see if we we are going to translate it again or not. Um, but yeah, normally if you if we do it in English, we can reach most of the athletes. Okay, so because in, in Belgium and Netherlands, already most of the athletes already speak English then. For us yeah. here in Germany, it would be. <laughs> I think it would be difficult if we would just release it in German, uh, in English language. Oh, really? Yeah, I think. I mean, of course, some and most of us can speak like a little bit of English, but I think there are a few that would wouldn't uh, be able to understand all of it. Uh, yeah, for details. Yeah, yeah. Exactly for details for any special things. So, I think but maybe we need to translate it. 
Or yeah. <laughs> in in Germany, English is not so popular as, for example, in the Netherlands, where, I mean, if, if, from what I know, most of the TV shows and so on are already uh, streamed in English anyways, right? So yes. I think people can already speak English quite well because of that. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, anyone, anything else that is important for the final website? Um, no, not really. Okay, perfect. Well, then, um, my next question would be, uh, if what if you already know, like for the next years, what will be the plans for the Benelux countries? Do you already agreed on further final rep events, for example, or is it now just the the first one? You will see how it goes and then decide after. Yeah, I think we will focus first on Benelux, see how it goes, see how the uh, collaboration with Final Rep goes, uh, because they are also uh, searching uh, how to. They're they are really um, they are really doing good with everything they are doing, but it's just um, making the right decisions. Um, how much space do you give uh, other competitions? Um, how can they adjust things and stuff that it's something that they are still exploring. Um, but for the rest, the, the collaboration is going really well. Um, and I think we already took some big steps um, in Belgium. Um, and I see that there are a lot of dedicated people already in the sports, in the Benelux, as well in, in Netherlands. So uh, we will try to keep partnerships going um, because together we can do so much more. Uh, after Benelux, we will probably um, make a competition scheme uh, in partnership with different organizations and uh, also help these organizations putting uh, together their own competitions, but everything from a structure. So competitions are planned accordingly to each other uh, to get the best out of the athletes preps. Uh, so you First, can prep for nationals, then you can prep for um, Benelux, um, and then if needed, you can go to European. Um, that there is really a, a structure to follow. Okay, so you plan to develop more like a competition net that it works together in the end in, the, in Benelux as well. And yes, yes. So, can we expect further competitions already in twenty twenty four in Benelux apart from the nationals and final rep? Um, so if we manage, we, we probably will manage uh, to gym like in, in the half of the year, um, like in, in September or something. Um, if it's possible, we will um, organize a meet uh, for the Flanders people to really see how many athletes there are in Flanders. <laughs> um, because I think there are there are many athletes, but they're a bit afraid of taking the next step and okay. to going go to a for the Belgian national championship. It's, yeah. it's, it's in their minds maybe a bit um, a bit too big of the step. Um, so maybe a smaller meet just with Flanders people will uh, will do good for uh, for their mind. So yeah, I think we have similar problems in Germany, like that either. We have, like, of course, the super strong athletes that compete at final rep, but especially for the girls, many newcomer girls are like afraid if they are not strong enough for like the big events already. So, yes, that's why I think it definitely makes sense to have like such a small event as well. How many inhabitants does Flanders have? <laughs> for... 
<laughs> Do you know? I actually don't know, but maybe six or seven million people. Okay. Well, at least then uh, it's not not such a small <laughs> crowd where you can no, get no, the from. Okay, I thought it's way way smaller. I actually have no idea how many inhabitants Belgium in general has, but I was thinking like maybe only six in total. So no, it's it's like eleven or twelve something, um, something like that. Okay, so the the Dutch side is bigger than the French side in Belgium. I guess <laughs> it's just <What>? a guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. How how much you know about your home country. <laughs> <laughs> Now everyone will hate you because you don't know any details about your own country in the end. Well, I don't think uh, <laughs> it's something maybe I searched up like 10 years ago. So maybe it's changed. Uh... Okay. No worries. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, then I'm, I'm interested to see if uh, the event will happen um, in the end for in your gym. Of course, uh, good luck, first of all, also with your gym um, then. And and also for uh, thanks for sharing the details uh, for the final rep and looks. Um, and of course, I wish you best of luck that everything goes well. And also you will compete yourself in a good way without being interfered all the time as an organizer. But... Yes, but maybe something I wanted to share is also uh, like I'm doing it in a team, in a team. Um, so with three other people, so okay. it's not just me alone. Um, there are really three amazing individuals, and um, they all have their strengths. For example, we have uh, in the team Christoph. He calls himself kind of a nerd. Uh, it's the guy that called me a cutie. Ah, uh, that's one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's, he's kind of a nerd and he likes software and live stream and everything around it. Um, he also has a really pleasant voice to watch, uh, to, to listen to. Um, that's why he will be doing the live stream. Um, and it's really good to have someone like him in the team um, for the IT stuff. Um, then we have... No, no. He's, he's just uh, someone who really likes to see people uh, muscle up weights so <laughs> okay so how did you you two guys connect then to so he was training at uh, the crossfit gym i trained before um there we met then uh, the rest is history so he, <laughs> he he trains um but not like really um trying to be the best uh, he just does his own thing but maybe at some point in a couple of years when he got so on fire because he just always organized the events, <laughs> he gets then motivated to compete himself. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> then uh, we have Jella. Um, he's a street lifter um, and he is specialized in event management. Mm -hmm. uh, he's also a coach and an experienced judge. So he already judged some competitions. So uh, that's always good to have in the team. And then we have Amber, my girlfriend. Um, it's always important to have a woman in the team to bring some structure and uh, tell the guys what to do. Uh, <laughs> Someone for... needs to have the, the hand on everything, right? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and for me, um, it, I'm more busy with sponsorships and social media, uh, that kind of stuff. Okay, so you are the face on the outside and the other ones are doing the work. <laughs> yes, probably. <laughs> I see. Okay, cool. Um, then one question I forgot before, but it's also connected to that. 
um, do you take all the people that are volunteering probably at the event, uh, like working there, for example, being the judge from the uh, Benelux side, or do you also use some pool of final rep for it from German side or anyone else, anywhere else? So we probably will have some uh, partnerships with some uh, organizations in Belgium. Like uh, you have barbenders, you have um, Wolfpack, Calisthenics, you have uh, NCR. Um, we will probably try to partnership with them that we both benefit from the situation. Um, so maybe they can volunteer on our events. Um, but for judging, it may be possible that we are collaborating with Final Rep a bit. Because what we see at the moment is that a lot of people that have knowledge of streetlifting are competing themselves. And if you need to judge and compete on the same competition, it's really hard and exhausting. So maybe there can be setting up, we are looking into it, that uh, there is an exchange, exchange of judges that uh, judges from the Benelux will go judging uh, at different countries that from Germany will go to different countries that uh, everyone can just focus on one thing and uh, and do that so we're we still looking into it if it will be happening this year i don't know um but uh, we still have three months to figure that out <laughs> okay yeah but i think that's that's a good idea for example for myself i would also be interested in judging but I'm always competing like myself as well at the final rep events until now. So I never had the chance basically to judge. So yeah, that for example would be interesting for me, for example, to go to Benelux then and try my best there, but well, maybe not <laughs> for the first time this year, but at some point in the next couple of years, that could be something yes. I'm interested as well. Are you still looking for people that are, for example, interested to judge? Like if, uh, for example, someone listens right now that will not compete at Final Rep in Lux, can they just contact you if they're interested in judging, for example? Yes, uh, we will be um, communicating about that uh, in a few weeks. Um, just in general, if there are people volunteering, they are more engaged uh, to judge. Um, and yeah, we, we always can use uh, people especially on the judging and spotting side, um, because that's, those are two uh, things that are hard to do, I think, and have, you need to have confidence to do it. And at the moment in the sports, there are not many people that are confident uh, enough to, to judge or, or spot on a competition. True. So if anyone wants to support you guys, then they can just... Uh text you on Instagram, for example, and ask if they need if you need support for it. Yes, yes, true. Okay. Volunteers will get um, food and drinks on the competition. Uh, judges also, they will have a team shirt. And for judges, we are looking into uh, seeing if there is a possibility to have payments or, or some kind of, yeah. Maybe at least the, the the... Um, hotel, for example, or the, the cost of coming Yeah, yeah, if, if something, something like that, yes, yes. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, okay, cool. So, uh, yeah, I hope that you find uh, enough people then to volunteer. Otherwise, <laughs> you just need to ask all the German ones to come over. To <laughs> <laughs> Fire up and looks then. <laughs> cool, okay. Um, uh, get a message from me. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yes. Okay. So before we head over to the neither nor questions, I will ask Jonas afterwards. I got two more questions on Instagram, which I didn't see until we start the recording. So I thought I'd just add them here now. So we still get the answers because uh, these were two questions connected also to final wrap. So the first one was, are you allowed to bring your own spotter for the squat as the per person which is closest to you? And Jonah sent me the answer to what's that. And sadly, no, there will be a dedicated spotter team, but you cannot choose your own spotters or bring your own spotters. Um, the reason for it is just safety reasons. Um, in all the professional streetlifting events at the moment, you cannot bring any spotters yourself. Um, the spotters need to be aligned with each other for example for a male squad there are even five spotters around and they just need to know what everyone is doing and if you just bring your own one they are not um yeah, aligned and it wouldn't work as smooth as it is with a dedicated spotter team that already discussed everything ahead and is also um yeah knowing what what they are doing so, but if you have a, your own spotter that might be interested in spotting at the final rapid looks event, then of course feel free to tell him or her that uh, she can or he can um, sign up for a, a volunteer spotter uh, part. So, yeah, Jonas is really happy to welcome every volunteer at this event. So, yeah, you can just be a part of the spotter team by volunteering for it. Yes, so the second question was, how will the athletes in the different weight classes be selected? And here the answer was that it will be basically just selected by the highest totals. So the if there are more registrations per category than places, which are eight in total in the end, then they will just choose the eight highest totals and... Yeah, then the spots go to these, these persons. Um, but you need to make sure that this total is a validated total. You cannot just come up with any random number because um, they will ask you at the registration for this total and also ask you at which competition you did it, for example. If you haven't competed until now, that's also fine. Then they might ask you for uh, gym um, footage to get the proof that you are actually able to do this total so don't come up with a too high total in the end uh, if you are not sure that you can do that for sure yeah so i hope these questions have been answered by those uh, parts and now we will directly jump back into the interview then i would head over to five super easy questions uh we'll just ask you and you can just answer whatever you feel like first of all uh i didn't know before from which part of Belgium you are so I was asking if you are preferring French or Dutch <laughs> Dutch for sure <laughs> but yeah I think we, we already answered that basically <laughs> do you also speak French can you do it? um a little bit but I need to try hard <laughs> <laughs> but how is it in the on Dutch side in Belgium do you learn it in school like as a yes yes we, we learn it uh, in school yes. it English and French is it first English or first French? Uh, first French, then you have English, and then you can uh, optionally do German or uh, okay. some, some other languages. Do you also speak a little bit of German then? Um, I had it for uh, a half of a year, 
and uh, I didn't pass, so <laughs> I'm not good at it. <laughs> okay, but you understand maybe hello or the uh, gates. Yes, uh, I understand if uh, Lois talks uh, in German, uh, I can understand some uh, some things, yeah. <laughs> okay, well then, uh, next one, uh, do you prefer the low or the high bar squat? Low bar, for sure. Okay, yeah, you, you squat quite glute dominant, right? You talked about yes. that one. Yes, high bar just hurts. <laughs> <laughs> what why because <laughs> if if like if i do like a bodyweight squat you would really say that i don't squat a lot <laughs> my mobility is really shit <laughs> so you need like 2 kg on your back to get down in the end yes yes otherwise <laughs> it doesn't look good <laughs> well that that's uh, the new athlete style <laughs> stiff as a i don't know as a piece of wood but yes. uh can squat 300 kg not yet but classic powerlifter <laughs> <laughs> okay so next one uh do you do you prefer your belgian french fries <laughs> I, i googled that people say it uh it needs to be called belgian fries yes. actually <laughs> with ketchup or with mayo or anything else i don't know if there's anything else um ketchup yeah okay <laughs> and what's your opinion would you say that uh, the fries are or the, this kind of fries is originally coming from belgium or from france it's from belgium for sure from the dutch or the french side <laughs> oh i don't really know that <laughs> ah You need to more need to know more about your home country. <laughs> need to educate yourself. Yes. Okay. Uh, when you would have to decide, would you rather keep on going to compete as an athlete or uh, stay on the organizer's side for street lifting events in future? Good question. Um, but maybe with the open structure. Um, that final rep is doing right now. I maybe can like organize in Belgium and then uh, do competitions outside. So I don't really think I need to choose. <laughs> well, it's just like a, if it would be like this. <laughs> then I will um, compete. Okay. Sure. So yes. more more the hard for as an athlete than uh, the organizing part. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I think. Yeah, you don't you will not get into this kind of decision <laughs> in the future at least <laughs> no, probably not okay so uh last one um who do you think has the stronger athletes belgium or netherlands Oof. that's a hard one <laughs> didn't say it's easy <laughs> i think the netherlands will get the most I really need to think about this because if I say this, I will be slaughtered down in Belgium. <laughs> <laughs> but I think there's a chance that it will go head to head. But I think there's a chance that Netherlands will get the most first places, um, but mostly because of their popularity uh, with the girls. Okay. So, because you yeah. think in, for the girls' side, they will have the... the head. But some Belgian categories will really hammer down Uh, the Netherlands also we will see <laughs> okay <laughs> really diplomatic answer here <laughs> yeah you don't want to get uh, play, play your chances 
<laughs> I see. Okay, cool. Well, then uh, the five not so easy questions, at least the last one, <laughs> are done. Um, do you have anything else you want to pitch for or want to motivate people for, for example, in Netherlands or Belgium or beginner general Benelux? I'm not really a pitcher, but just uh, follow me on Instagram, follow the competitions on Instagram. Um, so you follow the updates of the competitions, the coaching, um, yeah, the gym I'm also opening. Um, so yeah, just be at Benelux, be uh, a part of, of the hype, uh, because it will be a really amazing competition. Uh, we will see a lot of PRs, maybe some world records, I don't know. Um, so yeah, just come and have a great time. <laughs> cool, thanks. I think that's that's a good good ending. <laughs> How many people will, will have the space at Final Rep? Like for like visitors? Is it a big gym? Or... Um, maybe 200, 100 people at the same time. We'll We'll see. Will you offer seating places, not like at the world? <laughs> you want sitting places? <laughs> yeah, like uh, where I can sit, not on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> we are thinking about that because if if we do sitting, mm -hmm. the I I don't really like the vibe because people are just sitting and watching and there is no vibe, there is no hype because when just imagine if Perry Cole did his 50 kg uh, muscle up and everyone was just sitting on their seat. That's true. It's like the vibe is not not there. I, I liked it a lot that all people were really close. Everyone wanted to see uh, the, the 50 kg muscle up. So, yeah, I don't really know yet what we are going to do, but there will probably need to be some spaces to sit because, yeah, standing a, a whole day is not not so fun. Um, but yeah, we will we will see how we will do it. Okay, so at least a few places will be maybe available <laughs> for <laughs> the lazy ones. <laughs> All right. And you need to think about smaller girls when they when everyone is standing and the big guys are standing in front. That's... We will not see anything. <laughs> That's true. Okay, great. Then uh, I would say let's call it quits for today. Thanks a lot for taking the time. And thanks a lot for explaining everything. If there is nothing else you want to say, I would say. No, I think that that was it. Thanks for inviting me and uh, no problem. <laughs> yeah, and I wish you good, uh, good, uh, best of luck in the final rep Benelux. And I hope it will be a great event. And I'm curious to see who will be the competitors for me in the minus 70 kg class from those countries. <laughs> yes. <laughs> great. Then, uh, thanks, Jonas. Uh, hope to see you soon at some point, maybe at Final Rep uh, Europeans then. And yeah, otherwise, greetings go out to our coach, Lois. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> Hopefully, you make us both stronger soon. <laughs> yes, indeed. Otherwise, we fail if we don't see each other at uh, Europeans. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, then, have a good day and see you soon. Thanks for listening today. If you like the podcast, I would highly appreciate it if you would leave a five-star rating and share it across your community to make the sport grow further. Don't forget to subscribe and hit the bell so you will never miss a new episode. Stay active and hope to hear you soon.